Thank you for joining Dead October Paranormal. My name is Job, a.k.a. Castle Cage, and once again, we have Joseph the Extreme. Hello. Hey. <laughs> I don't believe it. Who is that handsome devil? Gentlemen. Beautiful. Extreme. It's the Extreme. We just watched a great shit. Monday Night Football game. Oh, oh, manly handshake. I couldn't hear you over the thing. It was all... Thank you, You're like the quiet quiet talker on Seinfeld. Well, I can't hear. My headphones don't reach. Give me your extender. Did you have the extender? And then we have uh, Jonathan the Flan Boy. Ooh, loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. (laughs) What? John hit his head. He's a... (laughs) We've been on camera before, we promise. Act like you've been on camera before. What's up, everybody? It's been a while. We haven't uh, did a podcast. That's our first video podcast in a while. Trying uh, to do something a little different. We've been busy. We're working. Yeah. This sucks. I can't hear anything. Well, get longer headphones. I'm gonna have to figure this out. Go you ahead. can get like the the cable at Walmart for like tw- like five bucks. I don't want to hear it. I can't. I can't. There's only so much I can do. You can figure it out. <laughs> You're just gonna stay like that. <laughs> Hi guys. Why don't you just scoot over a little bit this way? Because I don't want to sit on top of John's lap. It's okay. You can sit on Daddy's lap. <laughs> sit on Papa. <laughs> sit on Papa. I don't want to hear about it. I just don't want to hear about it. I'm very angry right now. Why? Look, that's his. I'll just sit here and drink my beer. It's as far as it goes. Complications. About disconnecting everything. Anyways, like, so today. It's falling. Is uh, see, you're fucking everything up. <laughs> it's falling. That looks like trash. Well, at see, least maybe Job, I can hear. Job's throwing a fit like a five year old. All right, there we go. Now I care. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> Whoa, you, you knocked down your smelly salts. See, that wasn't so hard. See. I don't want. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to wow. see your your judgy eyes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to hear none of it. So, anyways, believe it or not, George. Hijo de chihuahua. Let the beat. I must be out. Every time John tries to talk, I'm just gonna pull up. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you right in the face. Like a Prometheus. Yeah. What are you saying, John? Go ahead, do it. What were you saying? Well, Poppy, right in the ho-ho. The ho-ho? <laughs> I'm going to punch you right in the ho-ho. Is that like the butthole? 
And your ho's. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. What were you going to say, John? So how, about, how about that football game? <laughs> Wait, why are you looking at me? Talk, Jesus. You're sitting there like... Do you have like stage fright all of a sudden? <laughs> like, get it together, man. You know what? Fuck the Jets, okay? <laughs> that's, that's really <laughs> what I want to say. All right. Well, then Fuck say the it. Nobody... Say it. We'll just do a... We'll just tell it, say what John would tell us. It's what Aaron Get your Rogers shit gets. together, man. It's what Aaron Rodgers gets. Their fucking measly fucking touchdown punt return. Well, they won. Fuck that was them. a fluke. Fuck them. Well, Josh Allen went out there and shit the bed like he always does. He did it against the Bengals. He's he, just a career. He's like, now I'm going to say this and Job's really going to get mad, but he's like the new Peyton Manning. He just can't win the big game until he wins the big what? game. <laughs> he's no Peyton Manning no not like Peyton Manning at the beginning of his career his first six years he couldn't win the big game put up Star Wars numbers just kidding <laughs> yeah but I don't think that performance was no he's he's no he's no Peyton Manning he's not even in the same league as I'm surprised did. dude watch Stefan Diggs is gonna ask for a trade he already has well, we'll take him. He has a lot of times. We need somebody like him, a dynamic receiver. We got our asses kicked by the Raiders. Dude, I bet that'd be good, dude. Russell and Stefan Diggs. I hate the Raiders, man. I'm tired of them. Yeah, it was a tough loss. So today is uh, 9-11, which was like a, I mean, honestly, probably one of the worst, if not the worst day in America. It's the worst day in our history, yeah, like in our sure. lifetimes. If you think about it, we've seen a lot in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, we a lot have. of a lot of shit has happened, epidemics and I was terrorist telling, attacks, all kinds of stuff. I was telling Melissa, I think nine eleven was the beginning. It's like that's when shit just started going downhill. Yeah. I. Well, all the conspiracies that go along with it, like, did George Bush know it was going to happen? Like, when they told him when he was sitting there at that school, it looked like he was like, okay, kind of knew that was going to happen. He wasn't, he wasn't shocked at all. He wasn't like, oh, my God, what? I don't know. Like, if I was the president and they're like, hey, it got attacked, I'd fucking stand up. What the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> what the hell? Maybe he had, he was so subdued because he was at a school. Talk about, like, the worst place to be. It kind of looked like the, when he leaned into his ear, he's like, the, the mission is complete. And he's like, oh, good. So little Tommy and little Teddy <laughs> just yeah. continued reading. <laughs> like, mm, good. Okay. Why wouldn't you just, like, get up and leave? Like, This is awkward. I don't know where to look. Do I look at the camera? Do I look oh, at yeah. you guys? <laughs> be natural. I, I don't know, dude. I think I it just kind of I I think there's just a lot of shit, dude. It felt like it felt like the government was gearing up for something big. Well, that's where all that uh the Patriot Act came from, and that was like the biggest But then like is it really Like government's okay with spying on us? Like we didn't do it. We're not the ones who knocked down the towers. Why do you have to spy on us? Like is it's it It's not domestic terrorism. Yeah. But is it disrespectful <laughs> to say that, like that our government did that? Is that no. disrespectful to the victims? It, I think it's healthy that you have a healthy disrespect for the government because they don't always act in your best interest. They, 
There has been. Really. How many times have they done something that's that's screwed up? Like they're trying to do it to the people in Maui now. They're trying to, or wherever is it Maui? Mm-hmm. They're trying to take their land. The governor came out and said, "Oh, well, the state will just annex all this land and then we'll pay you for it." He's want he wants like there's this guy who's like a, a famous uh, surfboarder. And his family's been there for nine generations, and just because their house burned down, the state can come in and take their land, and then just give them what they think it's worth. Then I, where are they gonna go, dude? I was like, I was watching. They're gonna uh, have anarchy on their hands if they pull that crap. Like yeah. anytime, anytime, dude. Like something tragic like that happens, dude. It's, I think that's something where the the people need to stand up and say, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, what is going on? We need answers. You work for us. You, what you the fuck is going us. on? Yeah, I want an answer. Like it doesn't matter what what you represent or what what uh, if you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, fucking anything. Yeah. The government works for us. Independent. And we and we fucking we need answers. Yeah. Right. There's too much bullshit going on where we're sending 136 billion dollars to Ukraine. But Maui can only get $700 for fucking person. And that pisses me off, dude. To, to think that the, the governors can sit there and say that, hey, we're going to take your fucking land. We're going to create a memorial for all the lives that are lost. But yet... We don't need a memorial. Where, where the fuck are the thousand people that are missing? 2,000. The last thing we need in this country is another damn memorial. You're you're sitting here saying you want a fucking memorial for somebody who's <laughs> you can't like you haven't even tried looking for. Yeah. No. What in the fuck, dude? They, they can't they can't even say how many people died because they don't know. They're they were so unprepared for this. It was ridiculous. But I mean, not only that. I mean, how how can children fucking go missing? Yeah. And be unaccounted for. Like, I get what worked the fuck, up. Man? They said they said that they made an accounting mistake. Accounting mistake. And they sent an extra six, $6 billion dollars to Ukraine. But and that six billion dollars could rebuild that. It whole could have rebuilt Maui. Oh, but we're gonna give you seven hundred dollars. A one time seven hundred dollar gift from the you US government. You know what seven hundred dollars <laughs> buys me? You know what it buys me? It fucking pays half, ha- half of my electricity bill and fucking not even a quarter of my rent. Ooh, not only that, a hundred, two hundred dollars in yeah. fucking groceries, He's which is huge. milk, eggs, and yeah, uh, they'll, may- they'll maybe all die some, once some it gets cereal. cold. Seven hundred dollars in shit, man. Do spiders hibernate? Mm-mm. God, we're like squirrels. <laughs> Squirrel. They di- they die. Charlotte's Web, but. The the government um, That's completely a sad, sad movie. Uh, the cartoon, not the fucking one with Dakota Fanning. Oh god, it's so, a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> so but the the government completely would like seemed like the way they portrayed everything. It seemed like they were at fault for nine eleven too. I don't know, man. It's because if have you watched? I hate to some of those conspiracy, of like Tulsi Gabbard, dude. She, she, uh, she represents. She represent, or she's the uh, congresswoman and senator of of Hawaii, and former. she, our former, I guess you should say, and she she was saying that it was a complete collapse of of government officials. Uh-huh. Like uh, the president didn't even show up there, 
till till days and days after and And then on top of that like even then when he did he compared it to his kitchen fire yeah my car almost got burnt (laughs) and then like uh the people that that were from other islands on of hawaii were trying to get food and water to maui and government officials were turned were confiscating the fucking food and the water and sending them back back to their island yeah and then they weren't allowing people to leave the island and uh anybody uh that was trying to go onto their property. Government officials were telling them that they cannot enter their own property. Yeah, they they fenced it off. They put this huge wall, this makeshift fence wall, around the whole damn. Thing. And then when they asked the governor why he didn't sound the alarm, he said he didn't want to misconstrue that the um he didn't want he didn't want the people of Hawaii to think that there was a tsunami coming and run because, for the hills. Yeah, and because that's They're just a bunch of mindless idiots. <laughs> and and on, uh, they said that they get messages saying, okay, an earthquake hits Japan or something like that. Expect a tsunami. So they don't have the technology to say a fucking fire is breaking out. Well, remember like seven years ago when they sent out the thing that there was a nuclear attack imminent and everybody on the on the island was like losing their shit. They didn't know what to do. Even Jim Carrey was there. He said yeah. he thought he was going to die. That he like, he accepted that he was going to die. <laughs> So how did they how how did they know the difference between oh it was a tsunami warning or a uh, a nuclear attack was imminent? And then they, so stupid. They that say that no Hawaii sense. has the most advanced alert system in the entire country in, and they, in the whole U.S. They screwed the pooch on that one. They didn't use it. It's like having a Ferrari. Fuck, and not dude, using how it if to I get away from the cops? Why I don't understand <laughs> the why Pinto. <laughs> the people of Hawaii aren't asking for that guy's head. Oh, that'll happen. I don't know why they're not rioting. They why? want to secede. They want to leave the United States government. They want to be done with the United States and be their own country. I don't blame them. I don't either. I wouldn't. That's you, bullshit, if the government dude. screwed me over that bad, I... I yeah. Maybe that's why they started the fire, because they, they're trying to stop them from seceding. Well, well, there's all those conspiracy theories that all these famous people, they painted their house like this certain shade of blue, and anybody who knows anything about lasers, like, lasers will not incinerate anything blue it has something to do with the the color spectrum and all the blue cars none of them burnt all the blue houses none of them burnt like all the the blue uh, there was this spot in downtown where they had blue uh umbrellas they didn't burn but everything else around them is burnt that's a little weird to me like all of a sudden i mean they have the technology for where they like, have lasers think, on the front of the yeah. plane to I like think it's fucking attack. So that means that Reagan's Star enemy. Wars is real. Like they do have lasers up there that can shoot down an interballistic missile. Yeah. I, I so that's it, why they're not afraid of Russia. They'll just be Dude, who knows if they haven't already shot them down. It's fucking bullshit that Oprah Winfrey, one of the richest women's women on the face of the earth, can sit there and pay some pay pay uh, her personal fire uh, prevention team to to save her land, but then ask upon the American people to do a GoFundMe fucking page. Yeah, her and the Rock. And like the Rock's worth what four point four or six billion dollars. He owns the XFL. And you're telling me, motherfucker, you can't give them one billion dollars, and you'd still have fucking five to six or four billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, but they all visit the island. Zuckerberg, all of them. Worth billions. Could anybody of anybody 
visits Hawaii. I don't know. I was just get. I was. I'm not, not rich enough to go to Hawaii, so. I was. I was. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish. Just I've, getting all this information today, dude. And I was just the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I just pissed me. Well, off. if you want to know where we're getting our facts, go and listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with uh, Tulsi Gabbard, and it's all there. Everything, and she ain't no bullshit. She's not a liar. She's a former representation of our. She's a former military. She's a former uh, congresswoman. Like, she's not going to lie. And then they had a, what is it, BJ Penn, mm -hmm. who is a, a he <laughs> ran for governor. He yelled at, he yelled at the, con the congress or whatever. He should. You work for us. Yeah, they do. He, he ran for governor. And if they, you don't work for us, we're just going to, we're going to stop being a part of the United States. We're just going to be our own damn country. He we said take that care the, of shit on our own. the Republicans kiboshed his campaign because uh, he started questioning the school systems. If they're starting shit with lasers, dude, oh my God. <laughs> what the hell? Why, why wouldn't they not be able to, though? Yeah, Fuck there's there's nothing like we have that green laser that we used in our investigation That's when we went to the shit. alien, <laughs> the alien uh, tower, and man, that thing, it, we're shining it up in the sky and you could see it for ever. I'm it didn't end. I'm surprised we don't have like Star Wars stormtrooper blasters by now. I'm sure they do. Like pew 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 pew. pew. They would have them, but they wouldn't let us know about it. Why? Because they want to keep it under wraps. So then when the Russians want to pop off, we're up. <laughs> 50 cows become obsolete. Cutting them in half, like a whole row of them get cut in half. It, it frustrates me, dude, that like you like sit. tractor beam. The government, the government right sits there and asks for tax after tax after tax after tax. But then when fucking shit hits the fan, dude. No, we got to send it to Ukraine. Where the fuck is? Where's our government, dude? Quit sending all our shit to just, Ukraine. Just like Reagan said it himself. It's not what you can do for the government. or uh, It's not what the government can do for you. It's what you can do for the government. That's Kennedy. No, Reagan <laughs> says it. It's not what you can do, do for, for your, your country. country. It's what you can do for your what your country could do yeah. for you. It's what you can do for your country. Reagan says that. It was no. It's Kennedy, Kennedy who says that. No, Reagan. Kennedy said it in his acceptance. Speech. Reagan says that if it's mm. if it's not what you can do for your government, it's what your government or I'm getting it mixed up. It's not what your government can do for you. It's what you can do for your government. So he plagiarized John F. Kennedy? No. Son of a bitch, Reagan. Just kidding. <laughs> but, like, um, I don't know, dude. I, it just it frustrates. I shouldn't say that about Reagan. He was a great president. It's, it's hard to. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ronald. It's hard to fucking not get pissed, dude, at the bullshit that's going on in the world. Like, you're telling me you can give fucking six billion and then, like the the Palestine, Ohio, where the fuck, where the where the he fuck still is hasn't the money been for there. them? He still hasn't been there. He said, "Oh, I'll go there." He still's not. Why do you think the leader of the free fucking world isn't going there? Because it's still not safe, and that pisses me off because my kids don't live too far from there. Yeah, and, they're and just like, drinking Shit. the water, swimming in the water. That's not. That's not good. That's not good. Bullshit, dude. They, at one at what point do the American people start fucking questioning and say what the fuck is going on? Why is this happening? Why are you? Why is our government telling us what we can do? We you work for us. You don't tell us what the fuck to do. We tell you what the fuck to because do. Because they seen how easy it was that all of us, everybody, 
rolled over during the pandemic. It doesn't matter what fucking what you oh, are. Dude, De- Democrat, re- Democrat, Republican, crazy. liberal, yeah. fucking independent, anything. I don't it's give a, bullshit, dude. I don't dude. give a fuck if they fucking do another mask mandate. I'm not wearing no fucking mask. They don't work. Yeah. <clears throat> These particles are, are microscopic, dude. They, a freaking bandana is not going to stop. I got I got COVID like three times. We're going to get shadow banned for this conversation. <laughs> <coughs> not doing it. Not doing it. it. It frustrates the shit out of me, dude. And like, it, it I mean... Then you then you have to sit back and say, well, fuck, why am I why even get pissed? Because there's nothing I can do about it. But then you start thinking maybe I should start doing something about it. Well, shit pops off. Let's go. I'm I'm shocked that nothing hasn't. Um, I think that what happened on January sixth was a precursor to what can happen if they don't knock their shit off. And this whole Maui thing is like, it's ridiculous. You could accidentally send six billion dollars to another freaking country that they're not even a part of NATO. They're just they're not a part of anything. They're like why It's sickening, dude. Why are we sending them money when we could just hold the line and if that idiot screws up and does something stupid, then we all come in as a world government, take his ass out. Like, why are we sending all our money? Nobody else is sending them money. Last time I checked, the, the Canadians aren't sending them money. The Mexicans aren't sending them money. Oh, but they have their opinions, but they're not doing shit. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a crazy time. We, it's a crazy time we live in, but it's no different than World War One, World War Two. It was all just as crazy, if not worse. But everything is front page video. Like well, it's worse now, because everything is like so quick. Like we do have people that'll stand up against the government, like a Tulsi Gabbard or a B.J. Penn, and say, "No, this that's this isn't this isn't what's we're the representation of our people, and the representation that they elected aren't doing their job. So we have to stand up and take a stand. And you you thank God for a guy like Joe Rogan who. He puts his, he puts his, I would say he puts his life on the line for some of these topics. Because nobody else will do it. Nobody else will touch it. Maybe a Tucker Carlson, maybe a Bill Maher, but nobody else. Some no name that nobody even pays attention to. So you you thank God for guys like that. Like I was telling Audrey one night, we were listening to uh, Coast to Coast, and I'm like, you thank God for guys like George Norrie and Art Bell, because... They were talking about shit when nobody else wanted to. They they were talking about the alien subject when nobody else wanted to. Everybody said it was it was taboo and it was career suicide, but George Knapp and those guys are out there interviewing all these guys and, and chasing down all these leads and shit and then all of a sudden the government's like, Yeah, we have we have vehicles of non uh what do they say, non terrestrial. They're not ours. Like, okay, so you're saying aliens are well, we're not gonna go that far. Where the fuck did they come from then, man? Like, they just pop out of absolute nowhere? Are they interdimensional beings? Are they from the other side of space? Are they us from the future? Like, what is it? You could tell us because you've obviously had conversations with them in the but past. But what is it that, what what could be so detrimental 
that they feel like they can't express to the the American people that they think aliens exist. They think we're sheeple. They think we're sheeps and we're a bunch of idiots and we'll follow each other off the cliff. Which there might be a big a big part of the majority of the population that'll do that, but I'm not going to. This I'm not, not going to give up my religion just because uh, Wananak is real. Maybe God created Wananak too, and then we were second or third. I don't know. I wouldn't give up my religion. No, I wouldn't like I'm go. I'm gonna lose I my mind. Like, rioting and fucking stealing Nikes because aliens. Yeah, exist. we're not gonna be like in Independence Day. There might be some idiots that go to greet them and get lasered down, but oh, I wouldn't go do. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we want Elvis. Bring back Elvis. Well, if they brought back Elvis, I'd be eternally grateful. We are <laughs> eternally grateful. That'd be awesome. Like on uh, Men in Black 2, and he's like, he's like, you know, Elvis is dead, right? <laughs> nope, Elvis ain't dead. He just went home. Who's that young That young comedian? Dude, I swear that young comedian sold our material when we were talking about, like, if aliens could fly all the way across the galaxy, why are they crashing everywhere? Why is every ship we have a crashed alien ship? <laughs> Like, will they not know how to fly? I guess not. <laughs> Once they get here, they, they... And then I was on TikTok, and that, that kid popped up the the Hispanic comic. I was like, damn it, you stole our idea, man. <laughs> I think maybe the reason why is because of electrical interference. Maybe. Maybe it's our atmosphere. Maybe they haven't figured out how to fly through air. Because, I mean, through space, there's nothing. It's all nothing. It's just a vast... Dark matter. Dark mass. Of emptiness. Is it true that in space there's no sound? I don't know. So if you're screaming in space, nobody can hear you? It is fart. <laughs> that would suck, dude. Die in space. Probably the worst death possible. Your eyes would get probably get sucked out of your head. <laughs> It'd be like... Uh, <laughs> it would probably be just instant... <laughs> oh, oh, total recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger when in the when he's all like in his eyes. Not everything's <laughs> an Arnold movie. If I went to space, dude, I'd want to spit one Arnold, off. Arnold's done a lot. Okay, what happens? Nobody ever asked this, but what happens <laughs> when you're in the suit and you got to fart? You, yeah. sh- you fart. So the air is like recycled. So you just got to smell your fart the whole time you're out I'm there. Sure. See, these are the things I want to ask an astronaut. We should have an astronaut on. So when you fart and you're doing a spacewalk, do you have to smell it for the eight hours you're out there? Have you ever jerked it in space? Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) And popped it off. And just let it float in the air. (laughs) It'd get in the instruments. It gets sucked into the vent. (laughs) And it becomes a bunch of little particulates. Or if it, it'd be floating in the, it'd be floating and the guy would be against the wall. No! It's all blue. It's a blue. No, just bouncing on his face. Blue, blue, blue. Goes right in his eye hole. Yeah, and he's gross, all moving dude. and it's getting closer to his mouth. Blue, blue, blue. That's what the, they say. Water does it. Like water, like. Turns into like a big old like Jello. Yeah. It's in there. Ding, ding. No. <laughs> but so I when mean, you when you shit on the space station, does it stink? Yeah, I'm sure. No. 
Why wouldn't it? Because there's no odor in space. They're inside a controlled environment, though. That's why they don't take baths. They don't sweat. They have to take baths. They don't. They would start getting, like, sores and shit. Mm-mm. Well, it is in space. I don't they know. don't take baths. I don't know shit about there's no, space. They, you don't sweat. To, I'm not going to try to pretend I, I know. <laughs> we're it would stink. <laughs> oh, yeah, we we don't know. Clue, <laughs> According to the flat earthers, we've never even been to space, so it's all fake. <laughs> Those flat earth people did. Oh God, that's a special breed of people. Like everything you see in the galaxy is round. Like you 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 get out a telescope and you look at the moon. You could tell the moon is round. It's a sphere. It's not flat. Why would we be flat? Nothing else is. I don't understand, like, why why people... It doesn't make sense. Like, why would you think that there's just such a, a, a huge conspiracy, like, so massive... We live in this big-ass That dome. we just live in a dome. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous, dude. It's like the Simpsons when they put the dome over it. Yeah. like Over Springfield. Why would the government keep that from us? Why would NASA, why would the the Chinese have been to the moon? Why would they not say, oh, no, it's it's flat. But you if, can't get outside the atmosphere. But if really, though, if they're like the earth is flat, everybody would be like, oh, all right. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah. When's they're, the next okay, Bronco what game? Do we, do? we don't give a shit. We just want to watch Broncos and hang out. Nope, the Earth is Drink round. Drink beer and oh, okay. eat steak and be be. There's no happy. difference. I Dude, just want to be happy. If they fucking said aliens existed or something, and it was confirmed, I'd be like, oh, all right. When do we get to meet them? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like finding out that you have a long lost where brother. Where do we go from here? It's when, not like, when oh my them? god, aliens exist, and people are. Rioting in well, the shit, dude. In in all honesty, if them uh, imagine all the cool shit they could introduce us to, they could give us like all all kinds of like special beer and stuff, like the stuff that they drink to get drunk, and it'd be like an exchange of ideas and why and can't we cultures get to that and point though where it's like Star Trek? I know, like, I'd be awesome. All the weirdos would be trying to have sex with them, and you know that goes, man. It, <laughs> It'd be a, it'd be like the watching, hippie days all over. On Star Trek Day, dude, I was watching all the Star Trek movies. <laughs> when Kirk's sleeping with the green chick and the purple. Oh, is she purple? Or She's green. green. Green and red. He had the two girls and the one had a tail. The f- I know a movie. bunch of fucking dudes that would be into that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sparta Nick would probably the, be in the front row. Hey, I'm first! All the anime dudes. <laughs> The dudes that dig anime. They, yeah. They'd be the first ones. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it would be It'd be exciting, though. It wouldn't be, like, dull. It wouldn't be, like... As long as they're cool, if they're assholes, go back. Go back to Wananuk, or wherever you're from. Well, whatever, <laughs> for whatever reason, the government seems to think that we can't handle it, and we're not... We're not capable of understanding. I hate that. I hate that they think that we're a bunch of mindless idiots. What's the difference between me and you? A bank account? So that bank account makes you smarter than me because you have more money than I do? That's dumb. Some people are pretty fucking stupid. No damn sense. That's class warfare. (laughs) That's stupidity. Some people are really dumb. Well, you got the dullards, but the dullards are so consumed with whatever the dullards consumed with, they don't even know what else is going on in the world. Yeah. That burp stunk. 
Sometimes I wish I was a dullard. You can just walk around like in complete ignorance and happiness your whole life. Oh man, my 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 brain is exhausting, dude. Like I, I sometimes I wish for that. I think the only way the truth would ever officially come out is if aliens attacked and forced it upon human civilization like well obviously they would have to like if they're so far superior to us why didn't they do it back in the 40s right after world war ii when we dropped the nukes because that's when they showed up like well they were there they were around before then you think yeah like prehistoric like medieval they even had that that old painting with the oh yeah you're them and they had the eight or the ufo in the corner Uh uh-huh um like even there's pick uh, depiction of well a lot of people think wall, this, like the wall paintings of cavemen the, the story when who was it job went up in the chariot of fire in the bible they think that that was an alien encounter was it job who went up no hari krishna no that's a bible story too <laughs> everything is hari krishna no i'm serious I, okay yeah but that story is in the bible too the story of Hare Krishna is he was on a, a chariot of fire, and there's and there's, a, there's like a, a, story a floating city. Oh, chariot, come well, the city in the clouds is heaven. In the Bible, mm-hmm. and I then I, I I don't know nothing about a Hare Krishna. Hare in the in the re, Hare Krishna religion, there's a city that floats in the city or in the air. <laughs> A city that floats in the city. City within a city project. <laughs> but they, it floats in the city, and Hare Krishna flies on a. He's on a. That's his a name? chariot of fire. That's yeah. their deity is Hare Krishna. Hare, Hare Krishna, Krishna. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a Indian religion. Is it an Indian religion? All I'm fucking getting is some stupid yeah. ass movie in the 1980s called Chariot of Fire. Well, you gotta type in like Chariot of Fire Bible. I I thought it was, uh. I thought it was like Abraham or something. Not Abraham, um. No, because, uh. Uh, the angels and demons fought over the body of Abraham. Who came, who came to him? So, like, uh. Somebody came to him and they took him to heaven. Was it Peter or John? Elijah. Mm, Elijah. I would the supernatural that. chariots of horses and fire, Came symbols of God's surveying glory, are revealed to him. God's invisible presence and awesome power are made manifest. Uh, shows you how much we know about the Bible. I've been doing those like uh, Bible quizzes on. Oh, I suck. At, <laughs> I suck at those so bad. Dude. I do. I do pretty decent. I, sometimes I have the answer for shit. I don't. Like, oh. Your pop showed me the one, and it was the ten questions, and I got three of them. And they were like kid. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> it was like shit you would ask a child. How many lions were on Noah's Ark? Two, three, or a thousand. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I admit, like I know about, there was one that con- I know stories from when I was a kid, but I've never f- followed it in my adult life. There's one that confused the shit out of me that <laughs> Jesus that? rose forty days later. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say it. Is that true? No. I thought it was three days. Yeah, three days. 
Yeah, on the well, he. It, it says he died, and then he rose four he, day, forty days later. He did um, show himself to a bunch of different people, and maybe when they were in the room, the upper room or whatever the hell the story is, the Pentecost. Maybe that's when it happened forty days yep. later, but I don't think it was. I don't know. Days. That's what it said. It if said, he lay uh, there for forty days, dude, he'd be half. He'd look like a zombie. Everybody would be scared of him. Yeah, that's what it said. It, that it, Jesus rose be forty half, days, half a. Uh, because it had three. It had three, twenty, forty, and like thirty-three, and then I was like, oh, well, I was three. And then it was like Jesus rose forty days after, or the resurrection of Jesus. No, or something. that's all right. Whoever did that is full of shit. <laughs> as much as I don't know about the Bible, I know that's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. That's think. why we celebrate. Well, this is all put together, but that's why uh, Easter is that Sunday because he died Three on days. Good Friday. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, and then he rose again. Well, on what's Sunday. the forty days? Wrong. Yeah. Way wrong. Probably some jackass. Says, what did together. Jesus do for 40 days after his resurrection? He taught and ministered to his disciples and what must have been an intensely powerful experience. Yeah, he was them on earth. His ascension into heaven. He was on heaven. He was on heaven. There was, <laughs> was no, on earth. There was no it's heaven city, at that time. It's a city and a city and a heaven on heaven. There was there was no heaven at the time. He was going to prepare a place yes. for them. So uh, up until that time, they were in uh, Abraham's bosom. Was it called? It wasn't. Uh, oh, his bosom? Is that his butthole? His bosom. Fool. What the hell's a bosom? Yes, the Bible says that they were in Abraham's butthole. What's a bosom? His chest, fool. <laughs> Why would they be in his chest? That's just what it was called. It's not literal. They weren't in Abraham's chichis. On his chest. He put them all on his chest. Oh. By the graces of God, we live on Abraham's butthole. It's a very good possibility. You ain't no. Jeez. You ain't no. What? Did you hear a kid died from the Pocky Chip Challenge? Yeah, I did. How'd he die? I don't know. They just said that he ate the chip and then he kept passing out after. And he was having all kinds of stomach issues and then he died. They took him to the hospital and he died in the hospital. Well, we had a cousin who drank a bunch of hot shit and they had to give him a... Charcoal, and then they were giving him morphine. He was in so much pain. What was it? He drank one of those bottles of whatever hot, the hottest hot sauce. Um, no, it was. Uh, and he, he went to the emergency room. Wasn't it like Tabasco or something? No, it was. It was more than Tabasco. Why would he drink hot sauce? Because they did it as a dare. And they were giving him morphine. He had a morphine trip because he was in so much pain. Uh, sometimes, dude, I when I I get my indigestion, I have to go to the hospital and get a morphine trip. 
That thing's painful, dude. It it puts me out. Yeah. It hurts. Where did uh, Old Testament believers go when they died? They suggested in the Old Testament that saints who died went to the realm called Abraham's bosom. Hmm. Luke sixteen twenty two verses verse twenty uh, twenty two through. You're gonna have to explain that to me because I don't get it. This says right here a sort of a holding tank. There was no heaven. Jesus wasn't. He didn't come down to die for the sins of man yet. So according to them. They went, they went to Abraham's bosom. A holding tank? That's what it said on the stupid internet site. Man. Uh, that doesn't make sense to <laughs> me. I didn't know that. I'm having a hard time with that one. It's in the Bible. Look, ugh, come on. Are you going to take the Bible literal? Like when it's talking about in Revelation that there's going to be animals with seven heads and freaking. But then what did they all do? All these crazy crap. Like, ugh, what on. did they do that whole. Like before they got into heaven? They just hung out in Abraham's chest, apparently. Just real estate? Like you're just like, oh, we're moving. Hey, everybody, <laughs> we're moving. We're waiting for the Savior to come and uh, establish his kingdom up in heaven. We're so. moving to heaven. Maybe oh, there, really? Maybe there was nothing. I've heard about heaven. Jesus came down. Hey, guys, how's it going? Where have you been? We've been down here for about 6,000 years. So, like, like, hey, babe, did you hear that the Johnsons are moving over to heaven? <laughs> Man, they got a good deal. There's supposed to be huge pearls up there. <laughs> they say it's streets of gold. Um... I do think that there was nothing. What are we doing here, Harry? Who Jesus took somebody up to heaven to show him heaven. We got to get out of and this he's, town. And he's he's the only account that we have for what heaven looks like. I think he was there was nothing to explain what he was seeing, so he was trying to use like earthly things like the pearly gates and stuff like that like he couldn't describe it, and he didn't know how to describe it, so he used stuff that he knew on Earth. Now look it up. We gotta get out of this town. And go where? Where are we gonna go? I know where we're gonna go. Aspen. We're gonna go to a little place called Aspen. Did God. What does he say after that? Okay, Eastern Orthodox Church (laughs) teaches that three (laughs) other persons were taken bodily into heaven. Enoch, Elijah, Enoch, Elijah, Elias, and Theotonkos, Virgin Mary. What? I type in Abraham's bosoms and then it shows early signs of dementia. (laughs) Okay. So I guess he took Enoch into heaven. And who did Enoch beget? Hey, don't start that. (laughs) that, Those, oh my God. Talk about listening. Like, I've done the same thing you do. You listen to it, and it's, and then they begat, and they begat, and you're like 15 seconds. And then he begat, and then 15 seconds. And then they begat, and then then they settled in the land of them. And then they begat, no, 15 seconds. (laughs) It's just like, oh my God, this goes on for like five chapters. I don't understand what begat. Like had, what that? How many? What kids they had and their kids had? It's like a family tree. I don't Isn't understand that what uh, that like has to do with a anything. loaf of bread in France. A baguette. A baguette. Like that Peyton Manning commercial where it looks like he's floating in a giant, giant poop. 
holding a glass of wine, hanging out inside a giant poop. Big old floating poop. Yeah, you guys didn't think about that one, Omaha Productions. <laughs> Use a fire. <laughs> Somebody got fired at Omaha Productions. And then that. he and then he like eats. He's like, like fifteen hundred people, fifteen hundred of you watched the same damn commercial I did. Not one of you said, Peyton, that looks like a giant turd. Says the definition of baguette is typically of a man. Sometimes of a man and a woman. Oh, they corrected it sometimes. <laughs> okay. Uh, bring a child into existence by the process of reproduction. They hope that the king might beget an heir by his new queen. Did you not believe when I said it was like they had? No, like... I just didn't understand what the fuck you were saying. I don't. I, I don't follow your biblical terms. It's, well as you do well I grew up in church you if, didn't. if somebody would have told, told me when I die I'm gonna like go me. into some guy's chest I'd tell him you're batshit crazy Abraham's bosom you're gonna go into his bosom you're gonna live right next to his nip you're in the nipple region <laughs> it's great real estate stop we're gonna burn I don't get it it stop. doesn't make sense we can't All right. hello uh, just a minute. It's for me. Yeah, I'm talking to myself. Hello, me. Oh, it's you. Hey, leave a message. What am I doing? Adrian! Hello. Uh, <laughs> Why is it? <laughs> it's on repeat. Hello. But, I don't know. But you read that crap and like, John, What? there's no comprehension about what they're talking about. Hmm. <sighs> I always thought it was purgatory until recently, and I was like, oh, it's not purgatory. But then other religions don't believe in purgatory. I think it's just the Catholics. I just don't really understand, dude. There's just got to be more to life than just the bullshit that's going on, man. Like, it, it, and then, I don't know. But let's be, let's play devil's advocate. What if there isn't? That sucks. We're just here. We, we. Come we live this shit. We live and then we die. Life. We just add to the population. We try to raise our kids the best we can, and then poof. That sucks. Back to dirt. You're telling me this is the this is the best that it. Why gets? do you think? <laughs> why do you think atheists are such assholes, <laughs> dude? Because that's what they believe. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I love my family, but fuck, man, that's the it's the this is the best that it gets. Having to fucking work a nine to five. I'd be careful what you say, so because there's people that wish that they would have the life that we do. Well, no, I'm just saying, like this, like for people who have it we worse, could be those like poor people, like digging in the in the lithium mines, like that's oh, what I'm God. saying. Is like that's the that's what Oof. we get. That's like the the best that we get, and then after nothing are the poor kids that were born God. during Hitler's reign in Germany, and that they were just sucks, like, dude. Putting them up in firing squads and throwing them in ovens and gas chambers, and oh my God, fuck that. Like, fuck uh, up, dude. We live in a fucked up ass world. Jesus. Like, what was wrong with you, Hitler? Like, good God. <laughs> fucked up ass world. Like, it, it was just like, when you when you go through the stories of what, what they had to go through in concentration camps, you're like, it, it can't even, my mind can't even imagine the horrors that went on there. Like, it's just like, but some jackass somewhere will repeat it. Somewhere in history it'll be repeated if it hasn't already and we just don't know about it. If you allow it. 
That's why you got to learn from history or else it'll repeat itself. It's the perfect saying. Like World War One, They didn't learn from that, and then we ended up in a World War... Not even a generation later, they were, we were in World War Two. Yeah, pretty back-to-back. It's like stupid. And, and World War One was started as like a family feud. It was... They were all family. Like, all the royals of Europe were all cousins and... And, uh... First cousins. It's like, how stupid. How many people died because you guys couldn't settle your stupidity? I don't, I don't know. It's just... Like, why? What was the point of that? There's a special place in hell for those people. Good God, man. To send all those young men and women to their death for stupidity. And World War One was bad, dude, because they didn't... Nobody gained anything, and then they were, like, setting off all those nerve gas and shit like that. Like, ugh. Well, I mean, it... Talk about a nightmare. matter if it's government or whatever. Humans just have no value for... There's no value for life. Dude, the the kids... There's no, like, uh, no... How would you say, like, no remorse for anybody? Yeah. If it's not, like, their own personal self or business, like, nobody cares about anybody. Like, the kids... The kids always ask me, like, Dad, what was it like watching the World Trade Center's? And like what what like what were you doing at that time? Uh-huh. Like, dude, I remember I was in science class. I was you know, we were sitting at the table and the teacher walked into the room and she turned the T V on and we all literally sat there and watched an airplane fly into another building, a big ass ball of flames, and then later we we're watching the towers fall. And then like what do you remember they sent us home? They shut down the school and sent everybody home. Where were you yeah. guys at? In what, uh, Wheat Ridge? Wheat Ridge Middle, yeah. Yeah, we watched most of it, and then we watched most of it, and then they sent everybody home, and when I walked in, my mom was, like, watching it, and she was crying all crazy, and yeah. at the time, like, I didn't really understand what was going on, because I was like, what, 14, 15, 14, something like that? So I was young, and I was just like, she was crying, and I was like, why is she crying? Like, <laughs> I was so confused. And then you could see on TV, I remember seeing the people fall out of the buildings. Yeah. And, like, they're, like, watching them just fall, and, like, people on the edge of the buildings, like, waving and, like, yeah, like screaming. There's, like, fire. And I yeah, was there's like, all those police helicopters up yeah. there, and they're just recording their death, and they're, like, they none of them thought to maybe... Hey, let's go find parachutes, maybe, or let's let's help these people out. No, let's record them suffering. Dude, when I watch that, I I cry. Like I last year, we the oh, kids, yeah. dude, it's horrifying. The kids, I they asked me what it was. The man and, and the woman that were holding hands when they jumped, like my God, what would you're on the eighty some something floor, and whatever was happening inside the building was so bad that. You thought jumping to your death was better? Wow. Like, oh my God, what was going on in that, in that building? Like, that's... Oh, uh, and they just, like, like, grabbed each other's hands and jumped together, and it's just like... It was like molten lava, dude. Everything was melting, and it was well, falling and collapsing on itself. I'll, I'll tell you my day. Um, I was I was late for school. I was sleeping. I slept in. And my dad took my sister to school, and then he came back and picked me up. And I got in the car, and he was really calm. And I was like, what, what's going on? And he, and he was listening to the radio, and they were talking about a plane that, uh, that hit the tower. And I was like, okay, what tower? 
He's like a plane hit the World Trade Center and they don't they they don't know why and it's like a huge fire and they're trying to put it out. And I had golf. I was on the golf team, so I had my clubs in the car and he dropped me off, so I went and I was carrying my clubs and I every morning I took my clubs to the coach's room and left them in his uh math classroom. He was a math teacher. So I took him in there and he didn't have a class first period. So I sat in there with him and watched it. It was on the TV and that's when the second plane hit. And I was like, this isn't an accident. And he's like, no, I don't think so. There, There's a lot of, there's a, I think it's a terrorist attack. And I was like, oh, like, are they going to be able to put him out? And he's like, they're trying. Like, I've been watching it all morning since I was at school, at work, or at home. Um, but you need to get to class. So I went to English class and I, I walked upstairs and I was sitting there and we were watching it too up there and all of a sudden this big plume of smoke like popped up and I was, I told the teacher, I was like, one of them just fell. She was, I don't think they were going to fall. Like they're just on fire. And I was like, no, it's not there anymore. It's gone. And then right after I said that, that you hear the guy on the TV said, I think the tower is gone. And there she was like, she started crying and all the kids in class were like super quiet and everybody was like, so then we go to our next class. In our next class, they rolled in the big TV, and there was three classes that were in the building that were combined, and we just sat there and watched it. And then the second tower fell. But then I remember them saying that pipe bombs were going off all over New York and New Jersey that were killing people. Yeah, I remember that too. And nobody ever. And then after that is when the. Well, we just got word that one was headed for the White House, and the president wasn't there, and it hit the Pentagon. The Pentagon's on fire. And it was just like one thing after another. And at that point, they pulled all the buses out and they they took us, they sent us home. And I had to work later on that day. At, I was working at Arby's and I uh, was getting ready. I sat there and watched the majority of the day downstairs by myself. And uh, I was getting ready for work and my boss called and he goes, don't even bother coming in. He goes, nobody's even been in all day. He goes, I'm going to shut down. And I'm going home early too. So, And I just remember <laughs> sitting there like... Damn, and I sat there and watched it until my dad got home later on that night and we all sat around the table and it was just like... And then the reports of gas is going to be like... At that time, gas was, what, a dollar something? They were like, gas is going to be like $5 a gallon. Like, you need to get all your cars and go fill them up. And I remember my dad's like, all right, come on, we ate dinner and we, I took my car, he took one car, and my mom took the other car. And we were at the gas station and people were talking to each other. And it was so weird because everybody was talking to each other. It was like, this was kind of right on the verge of cell phones, like becoming your main source of information. It wasn't, everybody had phones, but the internet was at it in its infancy. Uh, you really couldn't get uh, internet on your phones. And we were all talking at the gas station. We were at save a lot or save a, whatever the one in Commerce city. And, what is it called? Uh, stinker, <laughs> the gas station, and we are stinker. all and everybody was talking and the, just the stories that were going on. This lady walked up to my dad and she's like, "Yeah, that they said that people are calling their family members from within the wreckage, like from within the building, and they can't get to them, and the there's like lava flowing through and just the stories." And then we got back, and I remember sitting outside and looking up at the sky and nothing. There was no... Because where we lived in Commerce City, the planes were always flying over because the airport's out there. Nothing. And it was just like this 
weird, eerie, eerie, eerie quiet. And I just remember as a, I think I was like 16, standing there looking up at the sky like, what's going to happen? Like, And then there was reports that we bombed someplace and I don't, I don't even remember. And we were like, <clears throat> yeah. And then there was the whole we're going to sign up to go fight for our country movement. And I was just a kid. And I, at the time, I was too young to sign up. Or, or else I probably would have signed up and went. I would have signed up for the Marines or the Army, and I wouldn't have went and fought. But I mean, ugly feeling because this was my my freshman year. Columbine happened. Well, we were at school. We were in school, and there was yeah. kind of rumblings about it happening. And none of us had phones at that time. I was that was four years before. But Columbine was here in Colorado. Yeah, like so when Columbine happened, you were in school, and Jove and I were. Yeah. In uh, I think just the beginning of middle school. And then they, because that was when they started making a big deal about all where I re- we weren't allowed to wear trench coats. and Yeah. All it, I remember is, like, there was at least 15 cops in the hall. And then we got out, and they were all standing there with their shotguns out. And they made a line, and each bus would pull up, and we'd run out, and we'd get on the bus. And then the bus just dropped me off out in the middle of nowhere. Like, I could have got <laughs> popped it. <laughs> Can't mop that out in the middle <laughs> As long as he doesn't die outside the school, we're fine, but... So I was only... You go die over there. You don't die over here. <laughs> I was only three years removed from that, and that was still fresh in my mind. That shit fucked me up, too, dude. It's the Columbine shit. One time, the other day, I went down the Columbine rabbit hole on TikTok, and oh my god, dude, there was just... When you go down the whole story, Ooh. it's pretty fucking crazy. They were interviewing one of the guy, one of the main guy's moms, the guy who killed everybody, and it was just like... I feel bad for her, but I don't. Because she... Where the fuck this kid get an Uzi? Kid's 14, 15, 16 years old, and you don't know that your son has a goddamn Uzi? Like, where were you? But then uh, the other part of me is like, that's her son. And I felt so, like, I was so conflicted while I was watching that interview. Well, dude, I'm sure any parent is just, like, Like not wanting that... And the way that, that your child to go with that type of label, you know, you yeah. don't want your kid being that person. Yeah. And the way that they did it, like how they like were throwing pipe bombs at people. Yeah, and they stabbed the one girl. I mean, yeah. they showed those knives, dude, that they had. They were this long. They were at least a foot and a half long. They were like Rambo knives. They were machetes. Yeah. That is like you know what's fucked up, dude? Is like I I remember sad, all of that so shit sad. so. Vividly, and I even remember the Aurora shooting, yeah. and it was our birthday. It was on our birthday. The yeah. day after. Or and the day before. No, yeah. it was on our birthday, the 21st. No, it was on the 21st. Because we were getting ready to go celebrate our birthday, and we were watching the news at the hotel. And fucking, we were watching the shit. And then later we found out that Julian, Vince's brother, was was there. Yeah, I was... And I, I, I was asleep at home, and uh, my ex-wife comes in, and she's shaking me, and she woke me up. She goes, um, we need to go. Um, your brother was at the Batman movie, and somebody, the kid next to him started shooting everybody. And I was like, what? I was like, what movie theater was he at? And she's like, he was in Aurora. And I was like, what the fuck was he doing in Aurora? Like, we live in Commerce City, and we have our own theater right here. Like, we never, ever, none of us have ever gone to that theater that I know of. But I guess his friend's mom got him tickets, and that was the only theater that they can get him. And they, they, 
theater they had was the original ticket that he was supposed to, that the shooter, whatever, fuck him, whatever his name is. I'm not going to bring it up, but he was supposed to be in that theater and then he left and then he couldn't get back in. So he bought another ticket and it was for the theater next to him. But my brother was sitting in the theater and he said that there was all this stuff going on. The movie was, it was like a high scene with a bunch of, and he said they were sitting down around the handicapped area where they have all the, the, the bars. And he said he remembers seeing sparks flying off the bars and like carrying like ding, 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 ding. The bullets were coming through from the next theater over and there was a kid sitting up in the next row behind him. And all of a sudden he jumped up and he's like, and he was choking and he was spitting up blood. And that's the kid that got shot through the neck that ended up in the NFL. And he, he played, was sitting played, right behind my brother. Drafted, got drafted to the Packers. Yeah. And he went to CSU, I think. Mm. And my brother was like, he thought that it was like special effects. Like everybody thought. And all those bullets were coming through and like, how in the fuck did, and, and so long story short, we ru- we drive to my mom's and he isn't there yet. My mom can't get a hold of him. We're watching the news coverage and then he walks in and I, my brother's a big kid. He's a bit taller than me. And I remember I hugged him and he just like collapsed on me. And I was like, Holy shit. And he's like, it was so bad. He goes, I seen people who were dead in the hallway and they dra- were dragging them out and, he was just telling me about what happened, and I was like, are you okay? And he goes, I don't know. And my dad was crying. I'm, <laughs> it's tough. So, just thinking, re- reliving all this shit, it's it's hard. Like, we've been through a lot in our lives. Yeah. Like, you talk about Columbine, then 9-11, and then... I, I don't ever think about the theater shooting, because I, I get so mad. And then I get mad that that guy did. He he got off on technicality, and he's going to minimum security prison. And he was claimed he was a basket case. And this guy premeditated. It was premeditated. He planned everything. This guy should have been. He should have been one of the people like James Holmes in 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 Wyoming that got the death penalty. But he didn't. Why? Like, <sighs> psycho almost killed my little brother, man, and his. Uh, his friend and their mom and like like what it's exciting to live in this time but it's nuts it's chaos <laughs> that's dude that's insane like just to be like dude thank thank god that Julian walked away unharmed and I, and I, I don't I don't, I don't want to speak for him but I think he's still there's parts of him that Oh yeah, I'm sure, dude. <laughs> I'm sure he lives with something. Yeah. I mean, dude, that it's imagine the effect that it had on him and the people that were there. It also had the that effect on normal people today. Like we, I like myself can't go to a movie without being yeah. like, oh, dude, there's, on edge there's, already. There's a couple times that I was on the verge of having a. <clears throat> A breakdown, a yeah. emotional breakdown in a movie theater. When we went to go see the Joker, dude, there was that fucking cocksucker that was fucking laughing like him, all stupid. That was scary. And that I was, was I was waiting for him. I was like, "Go ahead, motherfucker, make your fucking <laughs> move," because I swear to God, I I like was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I mean, I t- wanted to turn around, and be like, "Shut the fuck up, man!" Yeah. But at the same time, like, 
You gotta let the people enjoy the movie the way yeah. they want to. And they, this dude was, he was a weirdo. He was laughing like, trying to laugh like the Joker. <laughs> yeah, that scene, like, that scene where he, su- up, he suffocates his mom is when he laughed the loudest. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah, he was laughing when he suffocated his kind mom in the movie. Of, what kind of pain like, have you been through? That was the worst fucking fuck parenting move beat that guy of all time, dude. Well, we, we heard it was dark. We didn't know it was statistically I my, dark. <laughs> I took my kids to go see that fucking movie, dude, and everybody was just like, my daughter asked me, why did he Why did he put the pillow on his mom's face? And I was just like, oh, God. Well, hey, you have to have that, that parental parental talk. Um, Dad fucked up. Some peeps, sometimes <laughs> moms and dads make mistakes <laughs> and this is one of them this is one where dad well we went and seen it on open wasn't it opening night yeah so no the reviews weren't out yet we had no idea that it was going to be that dark but it's just things things like that though like the movie theater shooting columbine stuff those days those they'll stick with us forever and yeah i mean the people that it affected and like personally like the people that lost family or lost people that they know or were there or affected by it personally but like the people that weren't we're we'll still we're still affected and like we will tell our kids and there our kids will tell their kids like the stories but oh, yeah like we, i just can't imagine being that person that to tell that like people about how it affected them like if they were there they yeah. lost somebody there like that's to me, that's unfathomable. Dude, I just I, I think about it, and I just can't imagine what Julian went through. Like, it just like tears me up inside just thinking about it. Yeah, it was. It definitely was a change in our family dynamic because at the time, like, every family goes through their hard times, and at the time, like, I wasn't really close to my brother. Like, I. There's, I was starting my, we were so far apart. Like we weren't, we're still close, but we're not as close as like myself and you guys are. Cause there's 12 years difference between us. Mm-hmm. And that was at a time where I really wasn't in the picture. I really wasn't around. I was starting my own life. I was having kids. I would, I think I had recently got married and I had my own family. So that alerted me to the fact that, Hey, that you better start being a better brother. You better call him and tell him you love him you better and he was in high school at the time he was a little older so sometimes i i fail at that like i'll talk to him and like right now in all full disclosure i don't think i've talked to my brother in a month and that's not that's not okay i mean he's got his own life and i have mine but sometimes things get in the way and like i'm sure he's gonna listen to this and i just sometimes i fail as being a older brother like, I see my sisters all the time. I just seen them the other night, and I need to be better at reaching out. Like, I think all that story brings me to the point where, like, oh, shit, I should probably call him. <laughs> I should I think probably life, reach out. And life just, I shouldn't wait for him to reach out to me. I should be the adult, the the older, experienced, and reach out to him. And life say, hey, just gets him. too insane sometimes, though. Yeah. Like, you just, you don't think about things like that. You don't. Like, this whole last week, dude, I was only focused on one thing, and I was paying my rent. I was working all these hours, trying to gather money, trying to do the best that I can so that I could 
keep what I have. Like sometimes, like you lose focus of what matters, what's around I, you. I get so involved in Dead October and the kids and Melissa and like just fighting with other people about yeah. the kids and like doing all that stuff, dude. That I forget that I need to take like five minutes and just call somebody I care about and say, "Hey, how are you? How are yeah. you doing?" Is everything it take, okay? It doesn't like, take much effort. I mean, yeah, it doesn't. And like I, I fail at that all the time. And like I, I sit there and I look, I think about it. Well, you had five minutes that you were sitting there watching Seinfeld. You could have called that person. Yeah, you could watch Seinfeld and talk to him. But like I always tell Odie too. Like you'll never, you'll, you'll never like understand what it's like to lose somebody in such a fast tragic way that like you forget like on a <laughs> so gross. you forget on a day-to-day basis like to call these people or say hi or just shoot a text and say i love you or something yeah, and you, then you forget that everybody else is going through the same shit there's nothing are. like a loss like a loss to shake your whole world like i, I make I, you realize that that you need to like every time be more conscious remember when we went it was august it's tough. It was August second. How do you balance being your own yeah. person with when we all went to uh, we went to the uh, stadium to watch the Broncos practice, and Eric refused to come because he was being an ass. Yeah, and he refused to come, and we were all there, but Eric wasn't there. Him and Tiffany didn't want to come, and I remember every time I look at those photos, dude. I think that was the last time that I talked to Eric. And like we we sat there and watched the practice and stuff and he was like, "Oh, have a good time, blah blah blah." Yeah, I remember cuz it was that the one it rained? No. We were down at the lower level. Remember Aaron got us real close to the yeah. the field. But like every time I go through my phone, dude, and I see those photos. Yeah. And I look at the pictures of Millie at the at the game, dude. Uh, that's all I can think about. Yeah. Is that that was the last time that I talked to Eric? Well, all I can think about is I didn't go to work. I called in that day because I was out with my sister-in-law getting drunk. <laughs> we drank too much, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not coming into work." And he's like, "But I need you." I'm like, "Oh, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're gonna have to figure it out." But then, like, I think about it, dude, and I like. And then I, the last time I we had any kind of interaction, it was a text message. Hey, send your paperwork in. They're hounding me about it. That was the last text. Last conversation we had was the day before. But And then I didn't call him that day because I knew he was mad at me. And then I talked to John and you, and you're like, oh, Eric said he's coming over to do karaoke. And I was like, oh, okay, that's good enough. I don't need to call and see what he's doing. Because I didn't have my kids that weekend. So I had an open weekend. There's just nothing like to put things into perspective, like when you lose somebody close. So, like, I th- always remember to like call, call those people and say like, "Hey, I love you," or just shoot them a text and tell them you're thinking of them. Never hurts because you never know. Like this crazy world, like we went, just talked about September 11, Columbine, movie theater shooting, and all and those people were innocent. Everything. All they were just living <laughs> life. Yeah, the, the the ones were jumping on a plane to go from. Uh, LA or uh, 
was in Boston to L.A., and then the other one was going somewhere else, and they ended up in the... They downed the plane, thank God, before it got to the White House. They were just flying. Uh, wasn't Seth MacFarlane, the uh, the guy from uh, the family creator guy. of Family Guy, was supposed to be on that flight, but he got drunk, and he missed the flight. Barely missed the flight. And he talks about that all the time, that that, that kind of... <laughs> Talk about dodging. Yeah. Dodging. Or like, man. Like that night with my brother, all those people were going is going to watch Batman. Like, what is wrong with that? Why? (laughs) It's just, there's one cycle out of every a billion people, a hundred, a million people that sees that as an opportunity to take lives. Like, or, or, that was because he was depressed and upset and got a, he had a mental breakdown. The other ones was it was a religious thing they say according to the government. Why? Why like why can't we just like why can't people just be at an understanding? I don't believe the way you do. You don't believe the way I do. Let's just let all differences fall aside. Agree to disagree. You live your life the way you see fit, and I'll live my life the way I see fit. And if I something happens between us, we'll have a discussion about it, and we'll move on. Like even speaking of, dude, I remember like the the sniper. Like I remember watching that on TV. You remember the dude that was hiding in his trunk with his son? Yeah. And he was popping people in up. Washington, mm-hmm. parking on overpasses and shit, and popping people on the highway. Yeah, that was nuts. And then you had the whole uh, anthrax, where they were sending anthrax to everybody. Did they ever figure that out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the White House a couple weeks ago was like, "We found a white powdery substance that turned out to be cocaine." Fucking Hunter Biden. <laughs> Which one of you is doing cocaine, man? Come on, man. Supposed to be working for the leader of the free world, and you guys are out there snorting coke. Like, come on! If you can't handle the job that you have, you should give it to somebody else who can, because it's probably a pretty important job if you're working in the White House. Unless you're the deadbeat son of the president, you can just do whatever the the hell you want. <laughs> I don't understand why nothing's come of that either. It's just all kind of been like hush hush and. Yeah, they're indicting him Why on gun on charges. They're right they're now. gonna indict him. He's being he's gonna go to prison for lying to the government about having a firearm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> all the crazy stories and the crack pipe and Why all that. Why can't shit. he fuck hookers? Why can't he? He can smoke meth and fuck hookers, but we can't. Not saying I want I'm to. So confused. But I was like, what? I don't want to do either one of them. I'm just saying though, like as he can do it. I'm just saying as like a normal as a normal American citizen, you get caught with a hooker, you do prison time. Yeah. No. But he can go fucking do meth and fucking yeah, fuck but a hooker. Also like ninety percent of the politicians in in uh D C probably do that. Because they live too. a different life than us, dude. They're entitled. They think that they are the ball the bee's knees when it comes to anything. They're the balls. And everybody else has to suffer be, and, and be under the rule of law, but they are above the law. We are above, Hunter Biden. I'm above the law. My dad is vice president, so I could do whatever I want. Now my dad's the president, so I could bring Coke into the White House. I don't give a shit. They're, what are they going to do to me? 
Oh, but poor some poor Joe Nobody gets pulled over and he's got a little baggie of coke and my God, he's going up for he's got a felony. He's going 18 up for years. Good God. But all the all the damn cokes we get it from all these other places like Mexico and God only knows Colombia and they're putting fentanyl in it. It's killing people in the in the thousands. Like okay, so what's the problem here? Is that it's being made in a in a a bad way. Nobody's ever going to stop doing cocaine because they like the filling they get from it. So why don't we legalize it and then have people make it in the right way so that we're not having all the people die? Because either you're you do cocaine or you don't. So the people who do it, at least we know they're safe. Would that be a safe world though? It's cocaine. Shit, fucking... We got all the potheads here. We were one of the first ones to legalize marijuana, and the only thing that happened is our cost of living went up because the whole freaking okay, world from, moved from, here. From opiates and pills, though. Yeah, they're, they're loading up all these people <laughs> like, with legalized drugs. Guilty as charged if I don't drink a Coke bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've, I've never done these those things, but... If they start fucking putting Coke and Red Bull... <laughs> They probably would. They probably put it back in Coca-Cola. They don't. They haven't already. There's, there's, because when you have a Mexican Coke versus a, a Coke here in the United, like a regular one, they don't taste the same. They're way different. What if there's real cocaine still in those? They ones? use cane sugar. <laughs> they, they say, Is but it, nobody really knows the ingredients. What kind there's of only cane? two people on the face of the earth that know the ingredients. <laughs> what kind of cane? Yeah. Cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine, sugar cane. Can you imagine, dude? They were putting Coke in Coca Cola. (laughs) It's called Coca Cola. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the name. (laughs) Coca Cola. I don't. I don't drink it. Well, I drink the zero. That kind of explains why they use the the polar bear. (laughs) (laughs) The snow. Yeah. We put snow in our product. It's snowing. Cold as ass. What's no different than the shit they put in uh, energy drinks? Oh, yeah. Well, according to Job, it's real... Uh, uh, it's... Uh, Taurine? What? Yeah. It's, it's real buffalo balls. From, it's Bull not. testicles. Bull testicles. I swear, dude, I heard it. It's not from... Well, we looked it up and there was nothing that denied it, but it didn't confirm it either. No. No, it said that it is not from bull testicles. How do you know? Because yeah. it said. It's a better story if it well, is because I don't drink energy Google drinks, doesn't but you lie. guys do. John loves Red Bull. Dude, I love Rocky Dutch Mountain Brothers Oyster. with a little bit of Red Bull in it. And John's yeah. like, hell yeah. Rocky Mountain Oysters <laughs> are delicious, so right dude. <laughs> the other day I passed by Dutch Brothers, dude, and the line was like ridiculously long. Yeah, because it's like crack. They dude. must put crack in this shit because everybody's like lining up around. Like there's more people in a line for Dutch Brothers than there is for Starbucks. <clears throat> yeah. I, I was shocked, man. I was like, holy crap. What are they? Like I've. Audrey took me there. I would have never went on my own, but she threw a huge fit because she wanted a smoothie. And I got a peach smoothie, and they were like, do you want this in there? Do you want a shot of this? And I was like, I just want a peach smoothie. That's all I want. I don't want nothing special. (laughs) I don't want no kind of nothing in it. Extra shit. And then you see the TikToks where they they tell you the the color of the straw they put in your drink is the barista telling you what they think of you. Did you see those? 
Like if it's a, mm-hmm. an orange straw, they think you're hot. If it's a green straw, they think you're repulsive or something like that. What? Yeah, look it up, dude. That's a whole thing. Like the color of the straw they give you at, at Dutch Bros. Yeah, Dutch Bros says what they think of you. Dumb. Hmm. I don't. I don't know if those were the two colors. They. I just seen the video and I thought it was funny and I, I should have sent it to you. I so. never get a straw, so must not think shit of me. <laughs> they because they put different colored straws in your drink. Hmm. And somebody thought it was funny to make a TikTok and say that it was what they think of you. John's is probably always green because he's an ass. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give him the green one. <laughs> he's he's a jerk. But. I don't know. Just like today, t- days like today make you remember the simple things in life. And you got to remember to to just be be human and live life and. I'll forget forget about all the I mean pay your bills and stuff and like do your day to day adulting shit I'm gonna, but I'm gonna live in a tent and get a thousand dollars a month for it yeah at the same time though <laughs> just fucking live life man people forget that life life's too short or we've we've built this society where like we rely on the dollar bill and bills and all this shit cause I mean it makes the world go round and you can't live without it but we also forget the outer element or the inner element of why life is life. Yeah, our brother, he passed chasing yeah. the dollar. I mean, he worked ungodly hours. I, there was not a time that I we were hanging out on the weekend without his phone ringing from one person or another. Yeah. Whether he was charging for those hours or not, which he probably wasn't, he probably worked 100-hour weeks. The whole time he was the boss. And he, he, yeah, he got to go to Vegas and he got to travel and go here and there, but he didn't get to, like, experience. He didn't go to Europe. He never went and seen the Mona Lisa. We haven't either, but we planned to. He never planned to do that because he was always worried about what was next on the next project starting. That's, that's, I'd rather be, I'd rather be broke. Huh? I'd rather struggle and experience life. Yeah. And like they always say, the the number one thing in an old age home when somebody's passing is their their biggest regret is that they they work too much, that they didn't maintain relationships throughout their life because they were too busy working. And you can't take like my dad always says, you can't take it with you. I mean, you can you can put it in the coffin, but what's it gonna? It's just gonna sit in there. I it's think not gonna go can, anywhere. But I think you can take those memories and those. Yeah, you could take that. Those feelings with you, but I don't think you could, you can't take gold or money or possessions yeah. or any shit with you. You could leave a legacy. That's what's. The, but Eric did leave a legacy. Yeah. He left a legacy of a man's man. Worked his life raised his kids right and love the Broncos that's what makes a man <laughs> <laughs> not that pissy ass Raider shit <laughs> but you love your team and you you root for them yeah there's your team we had a cousin over yesterday and he's a Raiders fan and I, <laughs> part of me wanted to kick him <laughs> <laughs> just <give him> a <laughs> <good> kick <laughs> just one good swift kick on the way out man like you son of a <laughs> But no, nothing. But well, that. there's nothing, nothing that says head and tails or um, black and white like Broncos and Raiders. Yeah, completely two different opposites. 
Especially here in the Mile High City. I don't think I've ever... What the hell is that sound? Is the government coming to shut us down because we're touching on topics they don't want to hear about? It's a helicopter. So loud. That's close. It's probably a flight for life. They're the only ones that can fly that low. God help the person that's on there. I took the flight for life once. The fastest, fastest ride of my life. I felt like I was there in like 10 seconds. Well, yeah, there's nothing stopping you. It's just like... Yeah, I got there pretty fast. What did the car look like? Did you ever see it? It was fucking smashed. I almost died in a car accident and... We rolled the car and and the airbag burned my face and fucking made me blind. Yeah, you were blind. Jacked us all up and Nick's face was all fucked up and bruised and bleeding. <clears throat> and they flight for life to you? Mm-hmm. Did they ever tell you that you were on the verge of death? No. They they cut off my clothes and as soon as I got to the hospital they cut off my clothes and I was laying there naked, all cold and shriveled. <laughs> I wasn't like, at my best. Yeah, they like cut cut, <laughs> cut me up or cut my clothes off. And what really sucked is at that time I had a really fantastic job where I was renovating ski lodges and shit, so I was making all this money. So I had like an Armani sweater and like these nice ass jeans. They cut them, and like they fucking cut that shit. It was like a two three hundred dollar hoodie or sweater. <laughs> The straight cut. <laughs> I even asked him. I was like, "Can I just take it off?" No, we have to cut it. And she cut it. <laughs> Look, Mita, it's saying something. The maximum recording time. You shut your mouth and record. You do what we tell you to do, camera. Well, let's call it. So, but yeah, and then I was laying on the table, butt naked, dude, and the chick. She's like, oh, we got to use this room for somebody else. And she, I was standing there naked, dude. And she fucking just threw me into like a medicine cart and I fell. And she like picked me up off the table and like pushed me. Oh, you were blind. Yeah. And I was blind at the time, so I couldn't see anything. And I remember knocking all this shit off the thing because she just picked me up and threw me. And I knocked off all this stuff on the cart and fell on the floor all naked. (laughs) And she was, she was like, get up, get up. And she was like grabbing me and she like put me out in the hallway. So I was like Gee, just standing man. out in the hallway, butt naked. Were you trying to cover up at least? I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. I was still <laughs> all fucked up from the car accident. Didn't mom like fight with her? I don't remember, but they had me like fucking naked, like just laying on the floor. It's good old, what? I think it was Denver General. Good old fucking Denver General. Oh, they flew you down here? Yeah. Because you wrecked up in the mountains, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Idaho Springs. And they flew me down to... I want to say it was St. Anthony's. Then, maybe. The one across the street from Sloan's Lake. Yeah, that was St. Anthony. St. Anthony's, you fucking cocksuckers. Stop it. They saved your life. No, they didn't. <laughs> he wasn't going to die. anything. Just... <laughs> <laughs> cast me out naked so what did they do with nick did they fly him too no they kept him in a room they um arrested him put him in the ambulance and they they took him in the ambulance 
Jeez. Well, that's anyway. what you get for being a young dumb kid. Mm-hmm. Well, we what was dumb is because we like we're trying to make it home from Grand Junction, and we got in a stupid car accident. That's such a bad drive. I hate that. It's drive. not that far, but because of the highways and you got to go through the damn mountains, it's like, oh god, it the sucks. drive the drive from Utah to Denver through that whole pass just sucks. Yeah, it's bad. I fucking hate it. Winding uphill, downhill, curving semis and fucked up roads and. One time, uh, me and Eric went to Vegas, but we went through uh, New Mexico, and it was so much better. Through New Mexico and Arizona, it was way longer, but it was a lot better. There was, like, towns and shit, and there was cars on the highway. It wasn't like you were out on the moon. <laughs> like, sometimes you're out there in, in uh, Isn't it like an extra Utah hour? at night, and it feels like you're on the surface of the moon. There is nobody out there. Nobody right. feels like you're gonna right. die at any second before yeah. you hit Grand Junction. It's Remember, just like a dude, when desert. we came yeah. back, from it's like 200 and some miles with no kind of gas, and you're like, <laughs> shit. Remember when we came back from Vegas, oh, but dude? We, the world's overcrowded, and my fucking ass. it was snowing like a motherfucker, and we were driving through the pass. Yeah, <laughs> and you, all you could see is just white. Anybody who says that the Earth is overpopulated never drove through Utah. There ain't shit out there for miles and miles and miles and yeah, miles. Yeah, you have to put gas in Salt Lake before <sighs> you can get to Colorado. It's ridiculous, man. Or through Kansas. There ain't shit out there. If, word of advice. If you're ever driving through fucking Utah, make sure your ass has gas. Because there ain't dick out there. <laughs> well, um, before we go, um, we're working on a new episode coming up on Paraflix. Um Maybe it it's gonna. <laughs> we just released one yeah. on uh, uh, YouTube. Albert yes, Manor yeah. episode two is on YouTube right now. Yeah, we're working on uh, another one. We don't know we're, we're releasing it on it. Which platform yet? But we'll let you know. We're just trying. We're just trying to get our stuff out there. So check out our episode Melvern Manor part two on YouTube. And keep a lookout on it for a new episode up on Paraflix coming soon. Please uh, like and subscribe to all our social medias. The Windsor Hotel. Windsor. Yeah. So the the Windsor Hotel is a a location out in Silver Plume, Colorado. It's a hidden gem. Uh, Nikola Tesla and Thomas Edison would stay there from time to time. And um, the owner, Lauren, is super, super nice. So if you guys can... Check it out. Go stay there. They're they're wonderful people. It's a beautiful place, beautiful city. There's tons tons of stuff to do out there. Um, they're they're just really humble, nice, and sweet so, people. Silver Plume, great place. Yeah, is right above past it's Georgetown. Past Ge- it's like a five minutes past. Georgetown. If you do yeah. stay there, just remember the heater is below the bed, so just make sure you adjust. Yeah, it. and it's it's. Say it. I don't remember. Oh. It's, <laughs> just not say gonna much sound, <laughs> it's not going to sound authentic. Just say much love to the ghost world. And not, as always, much love to the ghost world. Now do it again. Pause and then do it. And as always, much love to the ghost world. So, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
We so anyway, since the asshole in the background uh, with the trying to race shit from the highway. Anyway, um, Dead October Paranormal would like to take the time to send our condolences to all all of those people who uh, were lost at the trade centers or affected and by affected by uh, by that um, heinous crime and the. Uh, the victims of Columbine and the Aurora shooting. And they, the Pentagon, too. And uh, the Pentagon as well. And we've, we've been in... We've lived a hard life, and we know, uh, like, for instance, Vince's brother uh, was in that situation at the Aurora shooting. And sometimes those situations hit a little bit too close to home. And Dead October Paranormal is... Uh, would like to send our hearts out to all those who were lost, the firefighters and the families that that did everything they can to save people. Um, our hearts go out to you guys, and we'll never forget, and we'll be forever thankful for your services. Um, it's years and years later, and we still, I mean, even n- not on the 20, podcast. Yeah. Uh, not on the podcast, Job and Vince and I, uh, we we still think about it and talk about it. and um, It's a huge part of our it, lives, yeah. and, and lo- jo- much like it's a huge part of your life. And it was a turning point in our country. There's just no, uh, there's no forgetting it. There's no, there's no uh, yeah, everybody mo- moving re- on, really. It's just, it's going to stick with us forever. And um, I, I, me personally, I just want to say... Um, that I feel, I really feel for the firefighters and the police and the people that have uh, lost their lives because they're, they're 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 heroes, you know. They're they're the ones that put their life on the line to to do that on a daily basis to yeah. make sure and help those people and that ran into the that burning building or uh, set up the perimeter or whatever they were doing that day just to to help the situation. Um, I, I feel, and I, I still pray for you guys, and um, I'm thinking about you today, especially and with a heavy heart, um, Columbine and the Aurora shooting as well. Those are well, I think, uh, things that affected us personally very close. One of the local fire, I, I don't remember if it's a con- conglomerate of the firefighters or if it's a local team. I think they go, I believe I've seen this right, they go to uh, Red Rocks and they gear up in all the gear that these firefighters would have carried up to the 80-something floor. I'm sorry, I don't know exactly how high it was. And they do the stairs. And they do as many stairs as it would have took to get up there. And that's their way of contributing something. And I think they do it for charity. And, and You just, like last night we watched football and Queen Latifah and her rendition of uh, the national anthem with the this, the firefighters and the police officers from New York, and it was just it was breathtaking. It was beautiful. Yeah, I and think there just comes a point in time. It doesn't matter what color, religion, or age, or whatever difference that you have as an American. You just kind of you put that aside in those situations or for that moment. Yeah. And just remember that we're all brothers and sisters and family and cousins and we're all just together in this country and everybody 
does their part to make it go around. But at the end of the day, we're all we're together in this. We're in, we're yeah. One big family. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to my daughter, Audrey's friend, who's listening. I don't remember her name. She told me to give her a shout out and go to bed, all my kids. <laughs> and uh, I love you, Julia. Yeah. So that's we, my way of saying I love you. Yeah. <laughs> love you, Julia. <laughs> on an on an ending note, is that we our hearts go out to you guys, to the men and brave men and women that uh, sacrifice themselves uh, for the the greater good and. To keep this country safe. And even um, just not on 9-11, just in general, those, the people that do it on a day-to-day basis. And and that that sacrifice themselves for for us to live a good life. Um, you're, you're forever, and we're forever in debt with you guys, and we love you, and we, pr- like, just thank you for everything. And as always, don't forget, stay paranormal. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is Whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Tear down, tear down.